Did you know I'm gonna come with it? Come with the ten minutes. I want you staring to these pretty brown eyes. <laughs> hey guys, this is Tiffany J coming to you live. Ten minutes with yours truly. I hope you like the show. Check it out. Here's more about Tiffany J, your favorite artist who also wrote and directed and edited Black Girl, You Are Magic. So, question is, where are you from? I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, lived there for a short time, and spent my childhood days in the East Harlem until we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina when I was eight. Even though ages eight through 13 could still be considered childhood, I grew up pretty quick as far as responsibilities are concerned. Household chores, making good grades, attending church at least four to seven nights out of the week. (laughs) Those were the norm. The New York state of mind was ingrained as my mom would always have me hurry up when walking across the street, constantly reminding me that I had to be two steps ahead at all times. Why? Because I have two strikes against me. I'm a black and I'm a female. At what point did you determine that you wanted to sing? Well, I decided to officially think about singing as a professional career at the age of 13. It was then that I had this epiphany. I would always sing to my stuffed animals while listening to Boys to Men, Brandy, Mariah Carey, or Whitney Houston, no complaints, right? But seriously, I knew I had the voice because I had the ear, which is all that I needed. Singing became as natural as walking. However, I was shy. But one day at choir rehearsal, I came out of my shell to everyone's surprise, including mine, while singing a solo that was needed. After that, it was history. I added singing along with drawing to my repertoire of talents that I decide to display to the public. Let's see. What are some of the obstacles that you face in the music industry and what are some of the things that you did to overcome them? There's so many obstacles I've had to overcome from no shows at performances to lack of funds to come up with a decent wardrobe to working three jobs just to make ends meet. That's just to name a few. Now, my favorite one that I'd like to highlight is a period where I used to clean buildings in the Ballantyne area. I was in charge of two and have been doing so for at least about six months at this particular point in my life. Some nights are better than others. However, this particular night, my current position in life had really got to me. I had a performance at Vapianos here in Charlotte Uptown. And I was exquisitely fabulous. I mean, like red carpet ready and untouchable that particular evening. I sang, wooed the crowd, and the night was basically perfect. And But like Cinderella, the clock had also struck for me. The night of glamour transformed. And as I said, my farewells to the smiles and congratulations of an amazing performance. I drove home, took off one glorious costume, and changed into another. Only this character was not make-believe. It was my life. That night after Vapianos, I put on a t-shirt and my sweatpants and drove 30 minutes out to Ballantyne to start my night routine of cleaning buildings. And this evening, there was extra trash. And the bathrooms were a bit 
a little more dirty uh, to, to to clean. You know, there's a few more swirls in the in the in the toilet, <clears throat> and that's when it hit me. I just felt like I hit rock bottom. I I cried because the extreme of going from one high to a low was just about too much this particular night. I felt I went from the top to the bottom in less than a day. And when it was time for me to take out the trash to the dumpster, the passerbyers, because I was in an area where there was like restaurants and stuff like that, then like the doctor's office that I was cleaning, that these people just walked by me and they paid me no attention. So yeah, so much for my trip to the ball. Unlike Cinderella, there's no prince to save me from the realities of life. It's crazy though, like I was, you know, oh my gosh, Tiffany, you're amazing, da 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 and singing songs and everyone noticed me at Vapianos for who I was and what I was doing and what I had on. But the minute I, the minute I switched costumes, you know what I mean, like for the day and was a cleaner, a janitor basically, none of that stuff matters. It was, it was just insane. It was crazy. So times like this, they make me want to quit it all and just do something else because it gets too hard at times. So you think to pursue a dream and to make a living, how do I overcome hmm. singing is who I am. And I believe that God told me at 17 that this is what I'll do. He told me that I will be a planter of seeds and to not worry about who's going to water, plow or till the land. I said, okay. My mind is always creating, and if it weren't for my imagination or ability to express my artistic self, I feel like I'd crumble. It's how I let go of the bad on the inside and turn it into something useful. I basically minister myself and then, in turn, minister to others. The inspiration to the name of the song, Black Girl, You Are Magic. I remember reading an article um, on Michael Jackson and he was saying that songs tend to write themselves. And I do truly believe that. You have to listen to the music very carefully and it will tell you what to write. That may be deep, but on a simpler level, lately I've been doing a lot of research about my history as an African-American woman and have such an appreciation for me and my people. That same love I felt for myself, I just wanted to share it with everyone so that they could feel the same way too. In addition, when Jesse Williams spoke at the BET Awards way back when, his speech really resonated with me and the magic of being black stuck with me. I told myself I would do something that when the time is right, or I was... I told myself I was going to do something with that when the time was right. And then this particular track came along. And then here we are today listening to Black Girl, You Are Magic. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, go to Tiffany J, put in Black Girl, You Are Magic. And boom, the mini documentary will pop up. So to recap... Black Girl, You Are Magic is my very first mini documentary, and it features some ladies here in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you know who you are, shout out to you. Yay. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Um, it's Danielle Cloud. I want to shout you out for being my event coordinator and getting the entire thing together, helping me put this whole thing down at the Harvey Began Center here, which is uptown. It's a museum for African-American art and culture in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Um, I want to thank my label, 646 Entertainment, for helping me out and supporting me as far as with the sound and the performance aspect of it. I want to thank my friends, all of the vendors, um, people that were a part of it, all of our speakers. This was an amazing and fantastic event, and it touched everyone from the kids that were involved to the adults that came, people who didn't know about it and who stopped by that same day, all the way up till at the very end when we were cleaning up, the security guard was like, you know, I've sat through many events, and this one by far is one of the best ones. So it's it's interesting when the people that are in the outskirts that aren't even necessarily a part of the event, but just you know, around it by circumstance were touched as well. So that is a major positive for me. And I really am thankful to have been a part of it, to have just taken a track and just taken an idea and then just ran with it. I have never been uh, that impulsive before, but knowing that it can happen within, I think it was maybe less than a six month span because I probably did it earlier in like the beginning of the year. And then we were putting this together by July, like the, the event was being hosted in July. So once you, the one thing that I learned, I went to a book workshop and they were saying, once you put a deadline on things, and especially when you add money to it, that is when things start, like the ball starts rolling and you have to, uh, you just got to see through it. So Um, I have no idea what I'm going to do in the future as far as 2021, but I do have a lot of ideas and what I want to do is continue to work on this podcast. If you are listening right now, I thank you so much for listening and taking the time out just to hear what I have to say, to hear what I have in my mind. There's plenty more that I want to discuss and to talk about. And thank you for rocking with me. Continue to follow me on all of my social media, tjayetaylor.com and then also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of those things. Um, more music's gonna come out. In the meantime, continue to rock out to work for, continue to rock out to say that you want me. And if you want some other music that I have in the past, I do have some. Go to my music tab on my work on my on my website, and you'll see stuff from testing one, two, three, you'll see stuff from Dare to Dream. Everything is right there. You guys can always communicate with me directly via my social media. You can DM me, just give me time. I'm still going through a recovery period here as far as recovering from surgery, but otherwise everything is great. I thank you so much for your contributions here in life and um, uh, tune in next time. Okay. (laughs) That was another edition of 10 minutes with Tiffany J. I hoped you all enjoyed yourselves because I know I did. You can find more episodes on my website, www.tjayetaylor.com and go to podcasts, but don't stop there. Hop on over to the music tab and rock out to your favorite Tiffany J record, starting with my latest single, Work For It, available for streaming and downloads on all major platforms with a bomb video showcase on YouTube featuring the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina.